0: This is FutureSight, a show from Capgemini Invent. I'm Liz Lunier. On this show, we explore new ways for you to adapt and grow for the future in business. On today's show, we're discussing sustainability in IT. Whether it's cloud computing, database management, or simply running IT infrastructure from laptops to printers, Business IT has a surprisingly large carbon footprint, but how do we address this issue? And how can you incorporate IT sustainability into your business? Joining me today to discuss this are experts from here at Capgemini. Uh, My name is Laurent Jumeau.
1: I'm Vice President in Capgemini Invent. I created the Sustainable IT offer
2: a few years ago, and I am responsible of it for all Invent. And... So, Maxim Vica, I'm Managing Consultant within Capgemini Invent. I'm also part uh, of our Sustainable IT Offering uh, since the, the very beginning with Laurence. Uh, and I'm also glad to be part of our Group Portfolio uh, Team for Sustainability to, to help our clients deliver their net-zero journeys.
3: And... Caroline Vato, I'm working with uh, Laurence and Maxime. I'm a principal at Capgemini Invent uh, with 15 year expertise on sustainability issue and really
0: passionate. Thank you so much for joining us today, everybody. Okay, so let's start by unpacking some of the issues. Um, IT within an organization is an often overlooked aspect of sustainability in an organization. So, how is it currently affecting companies' sustainability goals? Laurence?
1: Yes, you're right. Business companies started decrease the business impact, carbon impact of the business, and uh, we're not focused on IT. And in fact, uh, nothing uh, asked them to uh, work on IT. But now I'm very happy because it begins. uh, I think that uh, last year they uh, created a new uh, job, Sustainable IT Lead, and uh, they will uh, launch some program. And yes, we are there. The interest will increase.
0: Maxime, how do you feel about this?
2: Yeah, that's a very good point because um, we've seen a uh, big corporations actually uh, uh, set up uh, a macro sustainability agenda. Uh, I think it's been a few years now already. But uh, we, as Laurent say, said, huh, we uh, we only see now uh, companies uh, start to embed IT within that sustainability agenda. Uh, And it's especially important when we see that IT has uh, already a great impact. Uh, So we know that it's around 4% of uh, global uh, CO2 emissions. Um, So for companies, it's also a a big topic. Uh, And uh, it is uh, between uh, 1% and 20% of uh, corporate uh, corporate, uh, emissions uh, already today, and it will grow. Um, So today, these agendas are finally getting connected progressively, and we are happy uh, to support that.
0: That's great. So do you feel that people are starting to have an aware of the impact IT has, Laurel's? Um They start
1: to be aware, I would say, inside the IT department. And it's really awareness at the competency increases uh, every day. Uh, there is still a lack of uh, knowledge at the management level of the enterprise, uh, very few people know how we calculate the carbon impact of an information system. For instance, that is not only the usage; it's not only to send email. Uh, it's uh, as well
2: to uh, buy a, a new uh, laptop. So it increases, but it's little low. Maybe to jump on that. Uh, actually, there was a study that was uh, released last year uh, by our research institute, uh, where we share that. Uh, as 50% of big corporations, major global corporations, had set their sustainability goals, less than 20% have set uh, find goals for their IT-related sustainability agenda. So, yeah, we again see a, a great discrepancy here that, uh, again, we try to tackle uh, on a daily basis. Speaking of the awareness you mentioned, uh, we know that only 43% of organizations say they are aware of their IT-related uh, impacts on sustainability, on, uh, on the environmental topics.
3: In addition to what uh, Maxime and Laurence uh, underlined, awareness is increasing in company uh, on... Uh, Climate issue and uh, awareness on the impact of IT is also increasing and uh, all companies, they have to uh, increase the skills, not only to deploy, implement best practice on a daily basis, but also to implement best practice in their job, their uh, activities, definition of their process or their business uh, activities. So uh there is still a, a long path <laughs> to to go on one mistake uh, could be that uh, uh, sustainability policy only relies on uh, best practices implementation And not on what is at the core of the business. So let's
0: dive a little bit deeper into that. What particular area in IT are you most concerned about looking to address, Laurence?
1: We address the whole information systems, infrastructure, application, data, etc. But we know that the uh, infrastructure uh, laptop devices part is the most impactful uh, because uh, we look at the whole life cycle. From the uh, building until the end of life of the materials and, of course, the usage. It can be different depending on the companies, depending where the company uh, is located. Uh, But in general, the equipment is the most impactful in the carbon impact footprint? Uh,
3: Manufacturing stage of the end-user device represents 80% of the carbon footprint of uh, global ICTs. So there is a a big effort to reduce uh, this this impact. The main issue is that uh, manufacturing uh, companies are located uh, far away, so it's difficult to have uh, improvement action. And so the um, best way to reduce this impact uh, are to um, increase the life of uh, components, but this is not that simple because uh, there is a lot of uh, application, a lot of uh, daily activities on the end user devices that uh, will uh, decrease the uh, lifetime of components.
0: Interesting. Maxim, do you have something to add?
2: Yes absolutely to build on that uh, and uh, Caroline mentioned a very uh, important topic which is the life cycle of those uh, devices and IT equipments but there is also the geographical uh, aspects to to that also adds to that complexity because just to add you uh, to, to give you an example in France we know that devices will represent around 80% of the of the whole IT impacts compared to network or uh, data centers whereas in, uh, in the in the EU in, uh, in the European Union it's like 65% for the devices versus 12 for a network and uh, 22 for data centers. And for the rest of the world, it's also different. So it's, uh, uh, devices will range between uh, 30 to 60%. So again, we need to have a look at the geographical area, and especially when we work with the global companies, we need to have a look at each country where the company is, uh, is, uh, is based, is located.
0: That's actually quite fascinating. But, you know, let's talk about the overall IT policy and how, I mean, how is IT playing into the company's ESG strategies? Are there some examples you can talk about where companies are actually factoring IT into their sustainable policies?
1: There is no uh, rule. There is no, it's not mandatory to, uh, re- to include uh, uh, IT in the ESG policy. So it really depends on the companies on, uh, on people, in fact, huh? if they want to focus on IT, if they are fond of IT or not. So we could say that it depends on, uh, on, uh, on women and, and men and uh, their willingness to, to do something or not and how they convince uh, the management to put a budget uh, and to start a, a real project. But it's all right. It's important to link. If the IT department uh, builds uh, its sustainable IT strategy, it's really important to make the link with the ESG uh, strategy, because IT uh, it's only uh, a tool for the company, and th- it must be linked. And it's not always uh, the case, I would say.
2: Maybe to. To build on that, one example we have uh, for a client, a major client we have worked with, uh, located in the Nordics, uh, at the beginning of the of the year, here it was a, a very much proactive uh, effort that was led by the IT department uh, and the CIO to again contribute to the environmental uh, agenda of the company, uh, which was already a very uh, very well embedded in the in the core values. So sustainability and the environment were already a core value of the of the organization, and again it was here a more natural and proactive move from the the CIO to contribute to that agenda. But again, as uh, Laurent stated, there is no uh, obligation yet uh, to, to do so.
3: And it's uh, crucial because uh, most part of the time, uh, digitalization and IT is at the core of the strategy of the companies and uh, the uh, evolution in technologies, they will reshape the um, future of company. But these uh, changes must embedded uh, sustainability. Because otherwise, uh, you will only have an increase of uh, environmental impacts and uh, companies, they couldn't reach that target on the carbon reduction. Okay.
0: So if we want to embed these policies and, you know, we want to truly look at sustainable IT, what are we actually talking about? You know, let's dive deep in here. What are the components about that we need to look at when we're looking at IT and sustainability?
1: So first, you need to uh, build your sustainable IT roadmap. So quantitative, qualitative diagnostic to be sure that you are going to launch the right actions. Because, yes, there is. we will always have actions related to equipment. But what actions and what is the impact of the actions? The measure is key. If you are not able to prove that you reduce the carbon impact, you don't know what you have to, to do after. Once you have your Sustainability Roadmap, uh, yeah, you, you start your action, so it can be on equipment, on laptop, on application. Really, it depends on the roadmap, of the roadmap. But what is very important, say, in parallel with these concrete actions, you need to have a change management uh, journey because you need to increase the awareness and after the, uh, the knowledge, the competency. And it's not only for IT staff, it's only, it's as well for end users as
2: end user of the information system. Everybody has a role to play. Maybe to jump on that uh, and to, to, to complement. So we mentioned those before, but um, coming back to the IT components, of course, there are the end user devices. So the laptops we all have. The mobile phones, of course, uh, we have the networks so all the switches, uh, the data that flows uh, between those devices and the infrastructures, and of course the infrastructures, so the data centers that uh, a given company uh, could uh, could has on, on premise, but also all the cloud uh, capabilities that uh, it owns. So yeah, that is a very broad uh, IT sco- uh, IT scope that we uh, we aim to cover, in order to reduce its uh, its impact uh, in the longer run.
3: And uh, to complete, uh, if we have a focus on uh, eco-design action, meaning to uh, integrate uh, um, reduction of environmental impact at the early stage of design of IT services, uh, it's very effective because what we see is in a major case, if you implement eco-design at the very early stage of uh, um, the project, you can uh, reduce by uh, 60% environmental impact. So it means that for the same uh, service deliverer, you can uh, divide by three the carbon footprint. So it means that there is oversizing at all these stages of the uh, information system in the data center, in the network, in the devices and a lot of uh, unused equipment are are deployed in the infrastructure. Uh, lots of unused functionalities are uh, implemented in the software. So, what uh, the idea is to have uh, uh, to consider IT resources as uh, very precious and that, that has to be saved to uh,
0: generalize the implementation of eco design. That's actually fascinating. So let's let's take a let's take a first step. So when we're buying something, how does the procurement process for this hardware or these networks really address sustainability? Can we start with procurement, Laurence?
1: Yes, it's uh, one of the action <laughs> and I would say that our customers in general started with this action uh, and uh, because what, what it means, it means that in the uh, RFP, in the contract uh, they add uh, some uh, questions. For instance, uh, Capgemini, what do you do uh, to reduce the carbon footprint of your services? So it's for services and for materials. Uh, they ask for uh, uh, details of the uh, life cycle, the internal policy, uh, the repair process, process, uh, and so on. So, uh, yes, it, it's a classical uh, lever. And uh, yes, in general, they started by that. Our customers started by by it.
3: And uh, generally, uh, the procurement of uh, IT services and equipment represents uh, uh, more than 70% of the carbon footprint of uh, IT departments. So it's a... Uh, Biggest uh, source of impacts,
2: and that's why when we when we work with our clients and we we do that uh, qualitative assessment that uh, Laurence mentioned, we don't only discuss with IT department representatives, but also procurement representatives and also people from other teams. And there is also uh, the, the, for, if I give an example of a client we have worked for, th- there was already a, a very deep environmental assessment of the uh, l- related to the sourcing uh, strategy process. Um, And there was also a supplier evaluation model. And so we could think of a lot of labels that already exist, uh, like TCO or Energy Star, for uh, not only the hardware, but also the the IT services that are procured. But yes, it's a good start indeed.
3: To go on procurement, it's very important to have KPI to compare uh, different uh, equipment or services uh, on their environmental footprint. Uh, But it's also crucial to um, people who make the RFP because they size the needs. And if they don't have uh, an idea of uh, environmental impact of oversizing, they will still require for more power, more uh, computing, more storage, more IT resources. So uh, one of us, the first stage is to uh, have a good sizing of the needs, then to choose the most efficient uh, equipment and services with a life cycle approach, not a, because often the cheaper at the um, procurement stage, uh, when you buy the cheaper,
0: it won't last very long. <laughs> Yeah, that that's that's quite that's quite true. But what so we talked about making this change management for the procurement employees. But what about the users themselves? What can we do with the users themselves, Laurence, for the um, for the change management?
1: Yes, it's very important because, uh, uh, as we said already, if we keep uh, a laptop uh, one more year. Uh, it's a huge impact in terms of uh, carbon impact reduction. So we need to ask your end user to keep the laptop one year more. It's why it's very important to explain the why we do that. It's like at the personal level, huh? uh, why we, we need to, uh, to have some uh, uh, responsible action. So it is exactly the same. And, uh, and in addition, uh, uh, we can use uh, differently our laptop. So it's important to communicate, to explain the, the impact of uh, simple actions, uh, like uh, open uh, the camera, like uh, send a video, and uh, the most impactful, the, the storage. Never clean uh, his, his, his laptop. And f- for a customer, uh, we uh, are going to launch... A marketing, internal uh, marketing campaign, communication campaign, uh, the most funny as possible Uh, to reach uh, people and to explain the best practices uh, is computer in a more sustainable way.
3: And in uh, one last uh, study, we manage on the digital workplace and uh, environmental impact assessment of the digital workplace with several use cases from uh, eco-friendly user and uh, non-eco-friendly user. Uh, you can have uh, a difference of uh, 30%, 20 30%. Uh, so uh, the implementation of the best practice at uh, end-user level uh, is levered to reduce carbon impact.
2: That actually, that effort uh, is ve- a very important topic because it needs to be supported by the the corporates. Uh, so uh, one example, because we often um, uh, do surveys uh, t- that are sent towards the to the employees of a given organization when we do that qualitative assessment, and in one example, well. Oh, Every time we've done it, we we have seen a great support from the employees or willingness to to move on that. But there was one example where 97% of them uh, stated that it was important that the company uh, engages the transition towards a more uh, sustainable IT effort, I would say, or or a model. Uh, But 85% of them said they, 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 they were completely lost on how exactly to do that. And uh, they, were, they, they, they did not have access to any training or best practice. So that's a huge discrepancy that we often see uh, between the willingness of the employees to act and what the, uh, the corporate can, uh, can deliver in terms of best practices, again, or, or, or simple trainings. As there is a great uh, expectation
1: from employees. So, communicate and train on uh, responsible, sustainable uh, best practices. It's good to reduce the carbon impact, and in addition, it's very good for the retention because your staff, employees, they wait for that. They wait for some some kind of action like that.
3: Yeah, as uh, Laurence said, uh, people in companies they are more and more aware of um, environmental issues, so they want to implement action on their uh, daily basis. And uh, we have to convince all the people in the company, for instance, that all is a new fashion. Old equipment is a new fashion. It's a um, responsible way of managing their uh, devices at, uh, at works
0: instead of new is fashion. So we want them to use it longer. But what about, you know, at the end of life, you know, how can we incorporate a circular strategy for existing hardware?
1: So there are some companies uh, that have been uh, created uh, and they are specialized uh, on uh, the second life. And Capgemini in France, uh, we, have been, we, we, we do that uh, for a long time. So it's a new process. First, you, you need to, to repair or you can repair internally. Or you it's it's uh, finished huh, to uh, give back his, his his laptop because there is a small problem. So first there is a rep- repair, and after second line. So uh, there is specialized so, so companies, and it's uh, only
2: uh, uh, an issue of uh, policy and processes. Maybe on that one, uh, actually, it's a great uh, transition, at least with your previous question, because. One discussion we had with one client was, "Okay, we can buy more refurbished equipment uh, to 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 reduce that footprint, But how do we explain that to our new joiners, for for instance, within the company, who are often young people uh, who are millennials who want uh, the best uh, best in class equipment, that they will get in the end refurbished equipment. So um, it's always a yeah a discussion between a uh, IT department, HR, but uh, also uh, other departments uh, within the company to again. Um, Explain why that particular initiative is important. And uh, as, uh, as Caroline said, uh, why it is, uh, uh, that is the trend now. You don't need to have the best in class or latest computer, uh, but Refurbished is fine uh, if you explain why again.
3: Uh, one uh, issue to point is linked to uh, economic model. Because on the manufacturer point of view, uh, if you are in an economic model, uh, when the more you sell products the more it's profitable for you, uh, you will uh, design product with short life cycle and want people to have new uh, equipment in a very short term. So this model is not uh, compatible with uh, the uh, objective on the environmental carbon reduction. But if we think different. If we are looking on the um, leasing model and uh, the, for instance, uh, uh, for the telecom operators, uh, the boxes is not your property; it's uh, the property of your operators. So they design boxes that have very long uh, lifetime because if they, if you have to uh, change your box, it's uh, it will cost. Uh, money to the operators and this type of model is uh, being implemented on the laptop on the device and uh, f- to my opinion it's a more um, sustainable economic model because it's based on the uh, econo- uh, functional economy
2: and that's why companies, corporations, have the right also to speak about that topic with their own suppliers, because, of course, uh, most often they don't produce those equipment themselves. So it's also, coming back to your previous question, Liz, as well, um, the procurement who, who has also to, to engage that, uh, that that discussion and, uh, and ask how that circularity could be put in place uh, uh, and again challenge a little bit the, the, the supplier if needed.
3: Circularity uh, is efficient. At the equipment stage uh, meaning if you have a laptop you can um, uh, dismantle it and take some parts to add to a new laptop or a refurbished laptop but if you are at the waste level with very small part of uh, a chip or um, wafer of silicium and so on it couldn't be recycled to be new uh, electrical
0: components well, we're talking a lot about hardware and like tangible actual products that we can see. But what about data and software that just lives in the cloud, which, you know, is not such a tangible concept? So about software, uh, first,
1: you need to to look uh, if you can uh, or not remove some application. Huh? So application rationalization. Uh, in general, it's a big project and it, it's hard to launch this kind of project because nobody uh, wants to delay an application. And it's good news because sustainable IT can be a good occasion or an ad- additional reason to launch uh, this kind of project. And after, it's a development uh, itself of the application. Uh, we, there are eco-design uh, practices. We have around 500 uh, practices for developers, for architects, for for each profile. And uh, companies need to take these 500 and to build their own referential, what it means for for us to have eco-design rules. And uh, they must increase their awareness, train, change or enrich the project methodology. And because it, it must become sustainable by design, the delivery must become sustainable by design.
3: Uh, it's one of the major issues of uh, impact of ICT, it's that it's not material. Uh, people, when they go to uh, email, when they uh, look at videos, when they use digital services, they cannot see the pollution. As uh, when you take your car, you can uh, imagine, imagine you you refuel with oil so you can see the carbon uh, emission. When you are going on the internet and uh, using uh, uh, video services or uh, digital services, you cannot see the pollution. So uh, it's uh, anyway... All the services implemented, they require servers, uh, storage equipment, data center, and all this represent 10% of uh, global electricity consumption. So it's uh, a big issue, not very uh, material, not visible, but uh, it exists.
2: And I would even go further uh, if I may on that it's, it could even be a trap to, to think that uh, IT is always intangible whereas we often talk about uh, Im- impact transfers or transfers of impact because we, we never um, we never just remove something that is physical by something that is virtual In the end, there is something uh, behind. There is always an equipment to run that particular service. Uh, So if we take a very simple example, uh, everyone knows about the paper you would be using to print something or the water that it has uh, maybe uh, consumed. But in the end, when it's uh, on a folder uh, that is on a uh, particular data center, uh, no one will then think about the water used to, uh, to cool that particular data center. So it's a very important concept to have in mind that, uh, that uh, impact uh, transfers of impacts uh, between one service or, or another.
0: But what about cloud computing? Because, you know, we used to have our own data centers. Everybody used to have their own data centers 10, 15 years ago. And if you move to doing cloud computing, then the IT department isn't really directly responsible for that impact. What do you do there?
1: Yes. So uh, the question is often uh, asked, uh, what about the cloud computing? Uh, you, uh, you see, cloud provider they are professionals. Uh, so they started the sustainability journey before the classical companies. And uh, so they change uh, their policy for materials, for repair, etc. Uh, they uh, focus on the data center uh, consumption, energy. Uh, so they were in advanced. So they are professional. So in theory, cloud uh, migration reduce the carbon impact and we are able to calculate it. But uh, like everything, uh, uh, you need to be sure and to discuss with your provider and to put it in the contract so it's new uh, to know uh, uh, where is the data center, in, in what country, uh, what is the policy in terms of data, in terms of server. You need to ask questions. So, yes, yes. It's, uh, they should uh, do uh, better than you uh, because they are professional, but you need to ask questions, to be sure.
3: On the same perimeter, exact same perimeter, when you uh, go to the cloud, you uh, generally you divide by 10 the carbon footprint of your services. But what has to be underlined is that uh, uh, there is um, multiple uh, storage of the data so you have to multiply uh, environmental impact, and there is also a rebound effect. As you mentioned, uh, cloud providers are developing their activity anyway. Uh, the energy consumption and carbon impact of data center is still increasing. So uh, their um, works on energy efficiency isn't uh, sufficient to to decrease uh, energy consumption. Because there is a rebound effect and more and more needs on the uh, computing
0: power and so on. So, I mean, my question there would be: you know, you you guys are talking a lot about carbon. Are you seeing some of the cloud providers also looking at areas that are not just the carbon? Because carbon seems to be the easiest area to calculate. Are is it easier to you know look at other areas such as water waste or other other things?
1: No, you're right. It's uh, it's not. It's a question of maturity. In fact. Huh? Uh, as uh, uh, companies start uh, to work and to think about this subject, um, first, they want to calculate the carbon impact, but we are able to calculate other environmental impact. So it's not a question of ability. It's a question of maturity, I would say. And, uh, but yes, we should include uh, all the environmental impact, not only carbon.
2: Yes, there is a concept actually, uh, and it's interesting because I think um, all uh, we we see that concept uh, with all our clients, uh, which is the the, the 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 carbon tunnel vision. So everyone is focusing on that simple metric. Uh, And IT is uh, is no no, no different than other departments uh, within a specific company. So everyone is is focused on that particular metric. It's easier to manipulate the concepts, but indeed in IT, you mentioned water. So um, there is, for instance, a a given parameter that is called the water usage effectiveness that is now introduced by some uh, uh, data center suppliers, for instance. Uh, But there is also um, a lot of discussions to to have on the abiotic resources. So what what, what, uh, what material, what resources are extracted from the ground and uh, what uh, how many kilograms that we present for instance that is another, another uh, parameter to be uh, to be included in the conversation but frankly speaking um, with the clients that we discuss with uh, it's often uh, a lot about uh, carbon steel on IT at least
3: but uh, you're right that uh, we should not have a monocriteria approach. Because uh, there are several impacts generated by ICT. For instance, in a smartphone or laptop, you have more than uh, 60 different metals and minerals. 20% of them will soon be uh, very, very difficult to extract. And uh, for instance, to manufacture a disk of uh, wafer of silicium, it requires more than uh, the equivalent of uh, 40 bathtubs of Uh, super clean water. So um, electronic industry consume uh, lots of water components and uh, energy. So it's uh, crucial to have a global approach. And uh, that's the approach we are developing uh, at uh, Capgemini Invent with including all the stages of uh, the life cycle of the components and integrating several uh, environmental KPIs. To, to
0: avoid the pollution transfer. Okay. That's, that's fascinating. Now we've talked about, you know, we've talked about the applications in the cloud, but what about the individuals who are using some of these applications? Like what do, you know, what, how do we help change, you know, what these individuals may be using or how, I mean, what can we do from an application perspective, which is also intangible to get rid of some of that impact other than application rationalization?
1: Mm-hmm. You're right. Uh, the end user, uh, there is b- uh, best practices to use uh, the computer uh, by sending an email, but there has as well uh, good practices to use an application. Uh, and uh, we are able to calculate the carbon impact of processes and processes uh, when end user use a function. And then you calculate the impact of the digital function and uh, we are we can uh, give some recommendation to how to use better the application caroline i'm sure you have an example
3: (laughs) uh yes very uh, easy example if you compare because often user experience and sustainability are line, because people they won't want to last many times on application so the shorter is the better for environment so there is there was a lot of uh, commercial based on this uh, if you look at uh, um, an application to book uh, train tickets uh, where there was a lot of commercials and uh, an, a new application came to the market and uh, their baseline was two minutes to book a, a, a train ticket is one minute too much So uh, better efficiency is uh, good for business because you could have more users and more customers and you also decrease the environmental impacts. And it's very useful to work on uh, the different stages of um, business process so you can see what are the most impactful and it's the one you have to work on.
2: And maybe to give a concrete example uh, for a given client we have uh, worked uh, for, so that particular company um, told us that uh, there were three hundred thousand Teams meetings uh, held per month. So indeed, you could ask yourself as a as a user of that uh, as, as a participant as an attendee of that particular Teams meeting. Is my video uh, uh, mandatory uh, at, this, at this moment for that particular meeting? Uh, for that client, uh, he told us that uh, it was it, it represented 12 million chats uh, on Teams per month. So uh, it's the same when I'm sending that message on Teams. Do I need to include that particular uh, or enclose that particular file? Or maybe I can remove it so everyone can, in the end, uh, think about its own individual impacts and reduce it whatever, again, the IT service uh, he, he or she is using.
0: I'm a hoarder. So when it comes to data, like it's very hard for me to throw things away. But, you you know, necessarily, I never really thought about the environmental impact and I have many, many files on my computer. So, um, you know, how can we help, you know, from an organizational perspective, you know, how can we help, you know, with leaders taking, you know, people through this process?
1: We built some uh, dedicated uh, change event for leaders. Uh, there, are, there are two kinds of events. One is a dedicated meeting, and uh, you explain what is sustainability. But at the end, you ask them to work together to identify actions because it's mandatory to finish by actions. Another way to uh, improve the the sustainability uh, maturity, sustainable maturity, uh, is to. Um, uh, give them uh, online training, online courses to organize digital meetings, but uh, not uh, not uh, often because I don't have time. But to ask them to listen to this small video when they have time by themselves and to learn on the topic.
2: To me, I'll build on that. And, and from the examples we've seen uh, for several clients in mean, the leaders or the probably the uh, one of the biggest solutions uh, part of the solution actually because in the end if they are not aware uh, there will be no uh, sponsorship for that sustainability journey, sustainable IT journey. Um, and we always we often, most often see actually uh, bottom-up initiatives. so employees again as I said before, are willing to, to participate. Uh, but if the leaders and uh, it could be the, the, the CSR leader, uh, the CSO, the CIO, if they are not convinced themselves, uh, and it's, uh, I believe, our job as well to, 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 to convince them uh, there will be no massive adoption uh, or as massive action on the, on the topic. So, yes, I cannot agree more uh, on, on what Laurence just stated. Uh, we need to bring them on board uh, through dedicated trainings, discussions, workshops, uh, also with their operational teams.
3: Yes, it's very uh, crucial because uh, when the leaders are not involved, you ask them what is uh, your main uh, uh, axis, the main axis of your digital strategy. They have a lot of ID and they uh, see what they want to implement in the next year. And when you are talking about sustainability, uh, they might say, we have a CSR department is managing sustainability. And this is the biggest mistake because uh, sustainability should be at the core of the business. It's not, uh, uh, as I often say, it's not the sherry at the top of the cake. It's the flower.
0: Yes. Yes. Well, that, that, that's a great question. So how can we encourage business to tackle IT sustainability today within their organizations? How can we encourage people to do this?
1: Encourage so give information, information that are uh, contextualized. If we speak about uh, carbon footprint, uh, you must give uh, uh, figures. It's why it's important to calculate the baseline to explain how you can reduce. Uh, for instance, for a customer, we calculated that we are able to reduce the carbon footprint by 55%. It's such kind of figures. And then they can, uh, who, who really convince uh, the management to do something. So uh, you need to convince and uh, to explain what is sustainable IT. You need to give figures, but that are contextualized. And after you need to embark them, and for that, to uh, to 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 ask them to imagine some actions. What it means sustainable IT in my job? If I don't use. Uh, an information system, which is uh, strange, I use a laptop, at at least. So what can I do? So you need to put sustainable IT in their world.
2: And actually, that's a a good question, Liz, because uh, out of the the research uh, study I've mentioned just before, we learned that more than uh, 50% of organizations believe it's also on technology firms uh, to incorporate sustainable IT dimensions in the products and services they deliver. And more importantly, 61% of those uh, organizations say that it's on technology firms to help them uh, measure their environmental impacts because they are the experts. So we also have uh, as a technology firm, but also other uh, other, uh, players in that field to help other organizations tackle the issue, either by measuring or taking action to reduce that footprint
3: yeah it's very important for a company to integrate sustainability in the strategy because it's a, a business um, differentiator because more and more companies are concerned and they want to have transparency with the supplier and environmental labelling report on uh, uh, environmental performance of what they uh, what they uh, buy, and uh, it's also uh, human uh, human issue because more and more uh, young people they want to be aligned between their environmental convictions they are very concerned by a climate issue, and what they do on a daily basis at, at their work, and it's also uh, economical um, issue. Be, uh, you see what is happening now with. The energy crisis, and IT represent 10% of electrical consumption. So uh, there are many, regulation is also uh, changing. Uh, in France, we have a law. Uh, we are the, one of the first countries to have a law that uh, uh, has to, as a goal to uh, reduce environmental um, footprint of ICT in France, in all companies
0: and the public authorities and so on. All right. So I'm American and you know, I grew up in a very rural area of Pennsylvania and where I grew up, um, a lot of people still don't believe in climate change. And there are still business out there that are not, you know, really wanting to be green, which... You know, is sometimes the case. What are some of the business cases that can convince some of these companies to have to go to a sustainable IT ecosystem, not just better for the planet?
1: Yeah, so uh, it's right. It's hard huh, to 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 sell sustainability project in in US, huh? and uh, because I'm responsible for all invent countries, and it's uh, it's uh, really the hardest countries to 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 sell it. Uh, so you need to convince and the business case, it's a good, uh, it's a way to, to convince, but uh, I don't think it's the best way, in fact, because the business case will be uh, good, but not very good. So you, you, you may uh, put money on a, a another topic and uh, I think you need to convince, uh, to sell it per conviction and not only on the business case. What is the, the business case? But it's a it's a first step. You need to do it because, for instance, uh, the first point is to build a
2: sustainable IT roadmap. Maybe to 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 feed uh, and to build on what Laurence said. I mean, there is obviously the energy uh, consumption reduction you could uh, you could discuss uh, about. Uh, there is also the the uh, reducing uh, the number of equipment uh, buying uh, uh, with other criteria that could reduce the also the the, the, the money that the the organization will spend on IT. Uh, and then outside business, uh, it's important. We, we've we mentioned regulation. Uh, there is also the uh, branding, uh, the, the, the whole branding image uh, that could be improved. So those are also other intangible benefits we can think of. And that are important to discuss with the client uh, on that topic.
0: Okay. So what is one piece of advice you can give to our listener at home? Um, first, don't wait
1: for the law. Uh, because it's different depending on the countries, but don't wait for the law because one day uh, and perhaps soon in your country, this law will arrive. So you need to prepare yourself. And uh, in any case, even if there is no law, uh, we explain all the benefits companies uh, have to launch a sustainability uh, project transformation. So first, don't wait for the law. Second, build your roadmap and calculate your baseline uh, to be able to make to have, take a commitment to your manager i will reduce the carbon footprint per by uh, x uh, percent uh, launch uh, actions and yeah there are quick wins really we, we spoke about the li- uh, lifetime of the laptop it's a quick win uh, and uh, in parallel develop uh, the awareness Awareness for uh, management, for IT, for end user. So, launch awareness programs in parallel. That's my conviction.
2: <laughs> yes, thanks. So, Laurence told a lot of advices already. Um, but maybe I will add, uh, or, or maybe a strengthen one, which is it's not only a technical nor technological topic. So, again, it's a human topic. It's an ecosystem topic. So, embed your employees who are Again, already expecting uh, actions from corporates to, to act and to get best practices uh, and trainings on, on the matter. Uh, but also discuss that with your own IT suppliers. Uh, and we discuss that uh, a lot. So uh, not only the equipment uh, suppliers, but the IT services uh, suppliers as well, such as cloud capabilities, for instance. So that would be my uh, my piece of advice.
3: Uh, I will say uh, you have to hurry because we do not have many years to change the curve uh, and it's uh, crucial that we uh, achieve reconciling the two major transitions we are living uh, meaning a digital transition and ecological transition so all uh, work should be implemented at all the level of company and uh, should start now
1: launch a study or uh, launch awareness uh, training uh, and uh, it's so important Uh, the planet uh, deserve it.
2: No, I think maybe the last word is uh, on IT especially. Everyone is focusing on other uh, areas of the business and other operations when uh, when talking about environment uh, or sustainability. Uh, Do not look at today's impacts uh, regenerated by IT. Think about the impacts tomorrow, in five years, ten years. Uh, as we, everyone is digitizing more and more its operations, products, services. Uh, so think about how it will um, increase greatly the environmental impacts generated by IT. So anticipate. Uh, I think we discussed that already, but anticipate, prepare uh, from uh, from today, starting today. <music>
0: from that conversation, it's easy to see how IT sustainability could be the key to unlocking your business's environmental potential. A special thank you to Laurence, Maxime, and Caroline for sharing their insights with us today. If you enjoyed this episode, don't forget to subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. This has been Future Sight, a show from Capgemini Invent. We'll see you soon.